welcome to Builder Box, the first Builder Box on Unlonely officially. We did some testing of this last year and it was a little uh, funky so trying to do both spaces in Unlonely. So we're moving the Builder Box to Unlonely uh, every other week for an interview with somebody from our amazing Nouns Builder ecosystem. And today with us, we do have Chris Corella of Purple and Energy and Builder and all the DAOs pretty much uh, with us along with my co-host, Toadie Hawk. How are you doing today, Toadie? What's going on? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Your background is giving me a bit of a migraine, but other than little, that, little headache. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting. <laughs> I'm experimenting a little bit. Uh, you know, we may, we may lose this later. Um, but you know, I'm just try, kidding. I'm just trying to think. It's very, out. it's very builder. It's very, it's very builder. builder. I like it. Very builder. I uh, wanted to make sure everybody knew this is Builder Rocks. <laughs> Welcome to Builder Rocks. So, Chris, I am so glad we have you here because you are um, Mr. Provenance. So he always likes to be first. Um, so before we go any further on that note, I have a big question for you because you posted something on uh, Warpcast. I think it was uh, a little while ago. Behold the first ever NFT on Tezos mainnet uncovered by DB and created by yours truly. So my first question is, really yeah yeah the true for, story for i was the first person to mint um tezos mainnet i um my crypto journey started by me working at a company called tq tezos and um so my my very first professional crypto work was on the tezos uh blockchain and i was working on the nft stuff um and specifically like very early on some of the um nft specs um much smarter people than me were working on that stuff, but, but, you know, it's like, I got to comment a little bit on the specs. And, um, then the first ever tool was built by, by TQ Tezos, the company I worked for called Minter. And so like, by the time I showed up, that team had been building, you know, and there was something that was like pretty much ready for fraud. And then I just asked, like, did anyone do even try this on mainnet? And they're like, no, we've just been doing it on testnet the whole time. And so I just kind of did it. I was like, cool. Chris was artist. like, hold my beer. That oh, was it. Wait a minute. And Nobody's then, been first yet? Hold on. That was like, you know, maybe my first provenance on the blockchain, you know, because I was three, pretty new to it all. Um, and, um, you know, it was a very early, I mean, it was the first smart contracts, NFT smart contract for Tezos. And then um, so very quickly, Ticket Nunk got popular. And then eventually object and they were not supporting that old contract right. and so it was just like gone forever you know and there was a reddit post because i posted to reddit and i was like hey cool i just minted this thing that's when people on reddit told me i was the first to do it you know i hadn't really known and then um and it was just kind of i think just lost to the blockchain and then tv hit me up this morning in, in my workcast dms and was like hey i know you mentioned that you were the first uh you know minter of, of a tezo fantasy is this it and then had uncovered it and it was cool to see it um because for the last couple of years i've been, just been showing people like the transaction i'm like no i swear here oh, really it's go here. look at this block explorer that's it you know <laughs> so it was cool to see today for that's sure really really cool like i i saw that and i'm like okay the first thing i had to do is ask him about this because that's <laughs> crazy yeah that is crazy um a lot of people like, don't know this about chris too but he was also the the person that uh invented going on youtube and and typing first in the comments first, that was, was you right yeah was, was you know first, right? i actually invented the internet before al gore did <laughs> oh wow 
<laughs> you go way back. You go way, yeah. way back. Did you bring uh, did you bring receipts? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need receipts on that one. <laughs> As did Al. Um <laughs> all right. Uh, I wanna switch gears now and we have so much to talk about regarding uh related to nouns builder. Um Purple just had its first year not too long ago, and we had you guys you had you on and a few other people uh chatting about that and that anniversary and the switch of, of the new art. So that was exciting. Um been a little pop off of you know more people trying to grab another token i know i was one of those um then we have energy which has been making some beautiful art and some uh making some adjustments and in, in direction moves and see what we're going to do with that and then your residency with nouns builder with builder now so i don't know where to start let's start with purple and then we'll go to energy and then we'll wrap with um, what you've been doing in the founder residency. So give us a little update on what's going on with purple. And I have one big question that I, I, I don't even want to ask. I can't believe I'm going to say these words on an actual streaming space that we're going to record and drop later. Like, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but can you tell us a little bit about farts? This is for the, this is for the, yeah. the YouTube uh, screenshot. Okay. Yeah, can, we need to talk. We need I can't to talk believe about, Chris said that. Can we talk about dollar sign farts, please? <laughs> and explain what I, um, happened there. Yeah, cool. So the um, I'll set like some context and, and then go into that. Um, so you know, purple's just been chugging along. We've been um, you know, our primary activity is retroactively funding. Um, forecaster projects. Um, so about every two months, we run a prop house where our members vote on, on a bunch of projects that submit and five teams win one ETH. And that's what we've been doing historically. And then lots of little things in between. Another major one is we've been funding a lot of meetups of various kinds, um, largely the bigger ones at ETH conferences all over the world. And then we sort of split into the end of last year, started funding some hackathons. Um, again, mostly piggybacking on hackathons that are, are happening, like like um, East India hackathon. And now there's a forecast of bounty and it's being funded by Purple. So that's some of the stuff that's been happening. Um, in in Farcaster as a whole, it's like, you know, the meta changes very quickly, but there, there was a moment, maybe we're still in that moment where it was like meme coin season. And um, the points was the first one that dropped and, you know, raised like 200K and then a few after that. And, um, you know, they were raising money very quickly as meme coins do. Um, and, but like everyone kept pointing out that like, look, our treasury is bigger than Purple's treasury. Now I'll just say towards the end of last year, our treasury was running low because we've been funding things and having impact on the ecosystem, you know? And so one, I, I always thought that was a little bit unfair and I would comment and it's like, yeah, but we have spent we have distributed to the Farcaster community more than is currently sitting in your treasury. Um, and so the purple kind of got right. And so purple kind of got pulled into the yeah, treasury is 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 potential impact. Deploying treasury is impact, right? Exactly. And so like good point. My interest is always in, in deploying treasury. My interest is always kind of running close to zero. None of no one ever agrees with me on this. So it's like, you know, let's have impact, <laughs> let's deploy, let's deploy the treasury. Um, so anyway, so just just that point, which is like, great, you have 100 ETH treasury, great, we've given away 100 ETH, you know, um, and so uh, that was part of like purple being in sort of the meme coin conversation. Also, just, you know, 
Purple members are 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 deeply embedded in Farcaster, and so there's lots of other reasons why we were in that conversation, including you know points. The first meme that sort of popped off meme point season here um, kind of launched as a joke, and then when it grew so quickly, they had no idea what to do with the funds, and so immediately pulled me in um, into like a hey, could Purple distribute these funds? And um, I don't have a lot of previous experience in, in like meme coins or, or altcoins or, or whatever. And so that was my first time being in a telegram, like maybe the first 20 people where this thing was popping off. And so I got to like have this um, front row view of what was happening there. So, um, you know, Bill, who's a, who's a, a long-term member of both BuilderDAO and, and Purple, and he's, in fact, he's um, Purple's delegate to, to BuilderDAO. Um, he just saw this and he came up with the idea of like, hey, meme coins to fund public goods. And um, and so he launched, this is not necessarily a purple initiative. It's really a bill as an individual initiative doing this permissionlessly as we do in our DAOs. Um, launched um, a meme coin called Farts. And um, every, um, I would say there are like two kinds of interesting features of it. One, when you mint uh, the coin, you get a discount based on how long you've been in Farcaster. And so based on your FID, which is your Farcaster ID, um, the longer you've been a Farcaster member, the greater the discount to mint. That's one interesting feature, um, kind of an interesting thought on how these meme coins can be composable, how Farcaster is composable. The second interesting feature is all of the money goes to the Purple Treasury. And um, and so I, don't, I didn't check this morning, but it has been about 15 ETH um, in, in maybe a week. Uh, maybe he launched on January 2nd, I think, so less than a week. Um, so now we have a, a fresh 15 ETH uh, into wow. the Purple Treasury. He's going to run that as his own project. Uh, we're going to have we have a prop house. Uh, well, Sparks is a prop house that just started. Uh, a fart um, house? Is that what you just a said? House. A fart yeah. house. Where, uh, you know, you, you can, he's gonna, you know, where he can win for creating great memes. Yeah. And um, this is, this is all very weird because. Because Farcaster recently migrated to the OP chain as well, so typically it's it's a low gas environment. So I'm surprised that Farts uh, has done so well. You've so been much. well, you know, on that for a while, haven't you? <laughs> well, I will say that, that uh, Purple has been deployed to mainnet, and um, and so we've had our gas issues, especially okay. towards the end of last year. That makes more and, sense. Uh, that makes more sense. Right, and and Farts has actually deployed to mainnet so that it can contribute to the Purple Treasury. <laughs> Um, so there's gas all around. It's very, very gassy. Gas. Um, I look forward to the builder DAO contract upgrades are coming out pretty soon. Um, Purple will migrate over to an L2. I don't really know what the plan mm. is for farts, but hopefully less gas, more farts, you know? Lord, I think okay. it's the other way around. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to head out. <laughs> I I did say to Bill like I was he was he was like you know he posted oh you know Nounish Prof yeah, minted some farts or something like that and I'm like yeah I'm happy to support but can we discuss branding next time before you do this just so Let I can avoid that. crazy meme coin names in my wallet I'm looking for. That so let me talk parts back to purple, which is um, again permissionless project, not right. ordained by purple. We have no say; we couldn't stop it, right? Um, but but it has given us 15 ETH in the treasury, which will be used, you know, for for all the things I just said: public goods funding in, in the Farcaster ecosystem, meetups, and um, 
and hackathons and whatever else our, our community comes up with. I think there's but a what plan we're third for a program uh, meetup at East Denver, right? That's so, right. And so what we're gearing up for is our East Denver meetup, which um, which last year was basically our banner event. It was kind of the banner forecaster event. Hundreds of people showed up. Um, you know, a huge percentage of the protocol at the time was at our party. Yeah, that's huge um, yeah. And uh, and so we're thinking that it's going to be bigger this year. Farcaster is more established and, and certainly has a lot more users. And um, and you know, I'm just sort of encouraging the organizing group, which is um, which is a Telegram, that like, hey, we just got 15 each from farts. Let's spend it. You know, not like spend it all, like like you know, like bull market party. But it's like, hey, if it costs us an extra ETH to make sure everyone has beer, let's go do it because this money didn't exist four days ago, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You weren't counting on it in the first place. It wasn't in the budget. Yeah. Might as well yeah, have yeah. fun. Uh, I love that. I love that. It's It's been really interesting to see the Farcaster approach to meme coins as opposed to like the usual, you know, it's been yeah. like watching people play with um different mechanics and different ideas around like how do you um reward the ogs you know with the degen coin using the og um uh nft and things like that and now all of a sudden that has more demand and it's like it was a free mid you know so there's yeah there's interesting mechanics that you can play with when it, when you bring it to farcaster that you can't really do otherwise so it's for sure i'm a bit of a convert because i um maybe was like maybe maybe in full transparency looked down on meme coins and thought like this was a part of crypto that like shouldn't exist and just gives a bit bad branding now during that um during me thinking of that i'm also super into memes and just like meme theory and you know nouns the meme you know and not yeah so anyway it's like all of memes and how memes spread so now it's like come to farcast or see meme coins even seeing actual memes spread with um with like financial incentive it's like there's something very powerful there. It's cool that like Bill is able to harness this for public goods. One can imagine much larger world issues. Um, yeah, um sure. needing memes. You know, I always tell people like democracy is a meme. It's like it's not a real thing, it's just a meme. Yeah. Uh, and to imagine um when democracy is uh, under attack around the world, we have to spread that meme. Now there's like financial incentives to spread that memes. So right, there's like a very like kind of intellectualism around meme coin season on Farcaster that I have fully yeah, bought into. The downside is like, you, you know, like maybe the difference in Farcaster and maybe the limitation of meme coin season on Farcaster. It's like, I was thinking about like, oh, the next guy is the exit liquidity, which of course is true, right? Like these things. I mean, they are, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they kind of Ponzi, are Ponzi Ponzi things in, in a way, depending yeah. on how you look at it. Um, but at least when they fund public goods, though, it's like a memes to an end, you know what I mean? A memes to an end. And, and, and that's like, and so I think like at least what's happening on Farcaster, these are like pretty, like no one's investing their life savings uh, and getting wrong, right? Like these are people who kind of are playing the game and know what they're doing and they're okay if they lose a hundred bucks on, on this meme plane. Like when that crosses over into the mainstream and Twitter, I mean, actual people can get hurt from these things. Yes. Uh, so obviously do your own research, but uh, but there's definitely something interesting about having these financial incentives attached to memes, which you know, nouns in a in a much more PG wholesome way has been playing with that for, for a long time. You, you can spread the mm -hmm. nouns meme and be rewarded in various ways for it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's really, yeah, I've really enjoyed this sort of, 
moment um and watching sort of the rise of the degen channel if you will if we we'd call this yeah. we'd call this particular moment in the trilogy the rise of the degen channel the rise. Um, even, even vitalik, vitalik posted even vitalik yes. posted in there right? yeah it was crazy <laughs> the, i was like Wait, the uh, as degen as, as he gets his prediction markets apparently yeah. is what we but it was cool yeah, to yeah. see that it was great to see that you know popping off and it, having him be in there like to sort of tie this triangle of, of purple and energy and my residency together. Um, one of the things um, that definitely was true kind of in Q4 of last year is, um, you know, we're we're deep in the bear market and we can speculate on whether we're, we're coming out of it, right? Um, but what, a lot of token prices dropped. Um, uh, even purple's token price dropped from what was like 0.15 to now it's closer to like 0.05. I think gas has a lot to do with that. The price of Ethereum recently has gone up. So it's like if we were looking at this in USD, the, the drop probably wouldn't have been that great. But a lot of the other DAOs uh, are really struggling. And, and my other DAOs are, are really struggling to raise money through auction token sales, um, through the daily auction. And so there is kind of this search for ultimate revenue streams. And you know, base management has a really cool thing where you can mint your way into the DAO. Um, using Zora protocol rewards, and they split half of the rewards with the DAO and half of the rewards with the artists. And so they've found this ultimate revenue model. Um, and so, you know, meme coins, uh, which which was not purple on on the hunt of ultimate uh, revenue services. I'll just throw another one, Branch. Um, Branch has been um, um, a, a venue that lots of people looking at, right? But yeah. the builder DAO been looking at it. Um, Based nouns um, seems like they got a grant from uh, Optimism, uh, so so that's like one thing. Yep, and yellow then like, Collective, you know, yellow, we, we yellow Collective, we weren't even expected. Yep. Yeah, amazing. Base is doing such good work there, and um, so so grants have been another vector. Mints and protocol rewards are something to play with, um, and then you know meme coins, which maybe are not for everyone, but meme coins for public goods seems to be like this other promising vector. Yeah, it's, it's, I was really, you know, I hadn't thought about a meme coin approach for the DAOs at all. It just didn't even cross my mind. And so it was really interesting to see Bill go in that direction and experiment with it and see. I think it's always thinking about that, you know, how I do, I do want to, yeah, go ahead. I do want to throw like a dissenting opinion that I do think DAOs should be super, super careful about this sort of thing. Cause I think they can be really fun until they're not. And I've, you know, you can look at the, the what happened with points, right? And, and I forget the name of the dev, but how he basically almost had a mental breakdown. Yes, yeah. You know, people, people, people get crazy when it comes to degenerate gambling. And so, you know, I think your your base your base instincts, Chris, to be like that's really not the best thing that we should be, you know, pushing on people to teach them about crypto is probably like a lot correct. And so I think emphasizing like if you're playing with a little bit of money that you're okay to lose is one thing, but if you start trying to you know, Anthony Sassano, I was listening to the Daily Gray early this morning, and he was talking about how people fall into um, issues with leverage. And, and what happens is they, mm -hmm. they take 10% of their portfolio and they put it into, you know, high leverage stuff or like crazy meme coins and stuff. And that's probably a decent percentage to play with if, if that's okay for you. But then what happens is they hit something big and it, and it like outpaces their, the, what their ETH is earning, just, you know, boring staking on the beacon chain. And they start removing more and more of their ETH to, to try to match those gains that they're getting in the 
the high risk. But the reason why those gains were in a high risk is because it's, you know, high risk. High risk. <laughs> and eventually they blow their account up and then they're left with no ETH. Anyway, I just thought that was really prescient advice for this point in the cycle. Absolutely. Not to like be not to be the party pooper, but just to remember. No, that, yeah, yeah. One hundred. You know. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally agree. And then like I'll, I'll just I don't think a purple proposal would ever pass the pretty mean point. Yeah. So um so that's interesting. You know, the farts have a first version that have a bug in the smart contract. And so it exactly. totally does have a bunch of eats sitting in that, right? And um and so you know, purple members were upset, a subset of them. Again, I, I think like purple is a little bit of a different beast because like everyone, like, you know, people know the game that's being played. Um, but but anyway, some people were saying like, hey, how come we're how come we're associated with this? We shouldn't be associated with this. And the truth is we're not associated with it, right? And so what can yeah. we actually do when someone is permissionlessly promising to send money to our treasury? And actually a lot of Farcast artists have done this and do this in the past, which is like, hey, a percentage of our MFT mints go to purple. Um it's like in this permissionless world. I think the thing we can do, and maybe we should have done for 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 Farks even, but even this is hard because like, what is an official voice of a decentralized funding organization like Purple? But you know, I think Dan, uh, uh, the founder of of Warpcast and Farkcaster, was very good when points came out of disassociating. Like, hey, you guys yeah. have fun, do this thing. This is not a Farkcaster thing. Mike, you know? Mike too, and, rainbow, right? Yep. If you saw yeah, every yeah. post that they posted after that point, they were like, you know, you can now see your points in the wallet, but it's not, these are not rainbow these points. These are not those points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it is um, something you have to be really careful with, and I think it does make a difference whether or not it comes from a proposal from the DAO or whether someone's doing it permissionlessly and just like basically don't it's tough. gifting. I agree with that because it's, it's like we have the Definitely. They'll thank you if they make money and they'll still blame you if they don't. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, from a provenance perspective, it's totally like, hey, we didn't do this, right? But but if you like yeah. took this and, and jumped to someone doing this for nouns and it being like two orders of magnitude bigger deal, uh, people would blame nouns, right? Well, yeah, be... we, we already saw that happen, right? If you look yeah. back at what happened with this is nouns, which is not, which was not a meme coin, was not meant to be a meme coin, just happened to be called out by some like you know wannabe larper twitter guy as 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 a play oh this is nouns first provenance everything he said was true but it wasn't meant to be what it, what what it was called out to be all these people bought yeah. it thinking it was a quick flip and they blamed nouns of course they blamed nouns you know and that yeah, was yeah. like not even meant to be a meme coin right. so you do have to be yeah. careful totally. yeah the interesting like uh, in this permissionless cco world you know, like Bankless DAO just went through their kind of uh, drama around mm -hmm. something similar, you know. Uh, I think the playbook is being written as, as we speak, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to move to talking a little bit about your, about, let's talk about energy real quick, and then I want to talk about the residency. Um, okay, cool. So what, um, can you just like do a really quick, like what is energy because i think there's a lot of people who may not know and sort of where yeah. where you're going with that particular project like from a sure. physics perspective yeah i equals mc i never understood that if you could just you know but real quick real quick just uh, uh so so um physics aside and energy is um it's a builder protocol down on zora network um, its goal is to support the arts uh, and creative technology on Zora Network. And so we launched with um, with 13 founders, or, or we called them stewards, um, 13 people pretty well known in the Zora community. 
uh, each got one token. And then uh, our very first prop went up immediately to disband the founder multi-sig. Um, and so it is, it is essentially founderless in that way. And um, it's just a big kind of art collective uh, of people supporting art, arts on Zora Network. And so we're, we're really interested in onboarding new members, uh, new artists into crypto and then into onto Zora Network in general. Um, we've um, we have funded a couple of organizations that do education work. Um, and also that, um, you know, one is called Neutral Arts and they, they've, um, they have a strong footprint in Latin America of, um, they actually, um, have a bunch of artists who, who I think had, had minted on Tezos, mint on ETH through Zora Network for the first time. Uh, so we supported nice. them. We supported a creator house, uh, called, um, Kismet Casa at, uh, at, um, Bright Moments Argentina. Uh, which was really cool, you know, it was like, um, I think a proposal, uh, I, I, I forget, maybe it was like a half of ETH and they, they and then Zora kicked in also. And then they um, rented a house. There was like, I don't know, a dozen artists in that house. And um, they spent time between Gamma Bright moments and working in the house on um, artworks. And it was really like um, a little bit different. One thing that was different than like a lot of the other kind of DAO experience I've had, which was like the artists really appreciated energy support. And they just kept tweeting about energy constantly, you know, and like, I think we all have experience where it's like, you kind of grant to someone and then you never hear about them again, or, you know, maybe there's a, a final product, but they just constantly were and then donated an artwork that they created together, which was really cool. It was all of them holding hands. Someone 3 d scanned them. And then there's a Zorb in the middle and they sort of donated that back to energy that we released as a proposal. Um, and then, uh, and then one other kind of banner thing is, um, we helped fund, um, there's a, a, a new NFT platform called Avlustra, which is from the um, National Gallery of Finland and, um, and partially funded by the, the European Union. And um, while they built that whole thing, what they weren't, I don't really understand the, maybe the mechanics of this, but they weren't able to give money to the artists themselves, right? And so we were able to um, give some of the, we have a couple grant for them. They distribute it to the artists on our behalf for just for minting fees. Um, and so we just got a bunch of um, Finnish artists uh, to mint on Zora Network. Uh, so that's kind of the stuff we're doing. I'll, I'll say like um, the we never caught the we haven't yet caught the sort of auction flywheel. You know, we launched deep in the bear, I think. Um, uh, and so we have a very limited treasury. And so my biggest kind of surprise again mostly coming from like nouns and then purple is that like we're actually having like a very big impact with a small treasury which has been a bit eye-opening to me and um and makes me realize um that you don't need these huge treasuries to actually do good work and, and have impact right and then um just and adding to that maybe actually you know with the focus is on zoranet and an l2 you can do a lot because a if you're, small if you're helping a long artists way. to mint you don't have to give them much to let them That's right. deploy a whole bunch of, I mean, multiple collections with like 0.01 could have. I mean, that, it'd be that's crazy. It. I mean, yeah, it's huge. I think these Finnish artists, I like recommended to give $10 to each of them because that's a ton of mints, you know? Yeah, um, you know, I think we do things that have real costs, like a classroom, um, you know, trying to buy pizza for people, all those things, but those things have, have some physical costs and it'd be great to raise the treasury to do that. But 
uh, to like, actually nuts and bolts help the artist put their art from their wallet for the first time. It doesn't take much at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, then like bridge to, to um, some of my residents work is that uh, one of the barriers to starting a DAO is like not thinking you're going to have a lot of ETH, you know? Uh, it is hard. It is it is super hard, right? So like now, as you get into it, uh, like part of it, it's like you gotta get the flywheel going. You gotta like put in all the work to make that happen. We can talk more about that. But I now realize, like, well, if you raise two e, then you can have a huge impact with two e. You know, um, and um, and that's like a mental disconnect between I think people who are starting it down and are thinking about like a hundred e, and then the actual um, truth, which is like. To ETH is almost five thousand dollars to get a huge impact on people's lives uh, by distributing five thousand dollars. And we've seen that with, um, you know, that reminds me of Blueberry Dow. So Blueberry Dow is the Blueberry. one um, with uh, little purple blueberry and the Swami, and she's uh, she might be fourteen now. She, um, she was thirteen when she started the Dow, and to support she was twelve when she started the Dow. Was she twelve when she started it? I um, think so. Yeah. So she, anyway. but she's supported different smaller um, give backs to different kids charities, like buying a bike for a kid in need and doing, you know, these different things. And then that led to a nouns prop of, of helping to fund a whole Christmas party, the variety, you know, Christmas holiday party for all these kids in need. And it was incredible. Amazing. So she, you know, she had a tiny treasury that she did this one little thing, but it planted enough of a seed that it could be a much bigger impact down the road. So 100%, like, I think, you know, anyone who's looking and going, well, we just don't have enough money. We, if we just had more money, like, see what you can do with what you have, because that might lead to that flywheel starting to spin. Totally. So, and two things I'll point out there is, um, one, uh, just in general, the, the, the Dow winds up with a network. And the network is very valuable. And so like in the energy case, it's like, okay, great. We now talk to the National Gallery of Finland, you know, like that, that's cool. And then also like, you know, Zora's in our DMs whenever they have a cool initiative or they know the artist looking for, for something, you know, uh, or, or they have an idea of what we can support. And so it's like, now we're pretty well networked with Zora. There's a lot of value in that. The second thing I'll say, which is, which even going back to the purple side of things, and, and even though we've deployed like over 100 ETH, um, you know, we often deploy one ETH to like Silicon Valley engineers who work two months on a thing, right? Which is like not a lot of money for them, right? And and um, it's like they would never they would never work for that amount of money. It's just such a little amount of money for like a Silicon Valley engineer. But the but so many people slide into my DMs and tell me the recognition is really valuable, right? So it's like it's often like the you know, ever says one ETH is not everyone loves one ETH, you know. But if I just know it's like I know you work at Google. One ETH doesn't really make a difference to you, you know. Uh, but they say like, hey, because we won this, we're going to keep going, you know. Like we feel recognized by our peers, and we're going to keep working on this project. And uh, I often make a lot of the value. I would say that's that's tremendous. So GM Farcaster, which is another project that I've been working on, and um, that we've been streaming three days a week and and doing this, that getting that purple grant, like it wasn't really about the money as much as it was about, oh my, okay, you, you like what we're doing. We should keep going and keep expanding on this. So it, I totally get that. If you're building something, a lot of times you're building it sort of in the dark, you know, you're, you're building this thing that you think is people are going to like, you have no idea. And then you're putting it out there and you're maybe getting a little feedback here and there. But when you get something like you win a prop house 
you get that recognition from purple that's huge I, I, I think that's uh, I think that's something Nouns has been lacking sorely over the past year. Obviously, we've been dealing with lots of things, and Nouns has done a lot of amazing things over the past year. But one thing we didn't do very well last year was small grants, and it yep. just because it was kind of like between a rock and a hard place all year yeah. long. But I, I do think that like you know having the ability, like you said, to just give a small grant, whether it's you know one ETH or half an ETH or even less than that, just say this is this is something here. You know, keep working on it. How many? people applied to one prop house and just disappeared because they placed, you know, 45th out of, out of 90. And they're like, well, there's no chance that I'm ever going to win. So what's the point of spending my time here? But, you know, if there was a, a grants program where they could have maybe gotten a small grant to keep working or iterating on something, we probably would have seen a lot more builders, you know, flourishing in the ecosystem. Yeah, I agree. I always think uh, just in, in a nouns case, it's like, you don't need to hold a noun to be in nouns. And that used to yeah. feel really true when you just did stuff, it's all CCO. So you just did stuff on behalf of uh, yourself maybe or, or the DAO uh, using the CCO artwork. And then you would be recognized with some kind of retro grant or some sort of small grant. And then it really did make it more feel more like, well, you don't need a noun to be in nouns. Yeah. Uh, and then certainly- now that's not happening. Know, <laughs> it's not really true. Every prop's 100 ETH. So it's like either you have yeah. a noun or you want 100 ETH grant and there's really nothing else, right? Um, that'll come back. I think 2024 yeah, just, will be yeah. a, a good year for that. Yeah, we just need yeah. to slide back and, and make sure that make that happen. Uh, but I think it's there's a lot of learning here for um, the DAOs that are coming up on Nouns Builder from that, you know, and in, in understand. I think what you just expressed was really important for those who are, you know, struggling to grow the treasury, for sure. Yeah, I think it helps. For sure. And, and it's like there are a lot of DAOs that are created for lots of reasons. An endless number. If you can imagine it, you can, you know, you, you can create a DAO around it uh, where I think maybe not even consciously, but certainly now more consciously, my interest is in just having impact on others. And uh, and there's lots of ways to have impact uh, that don't even include ETH at all. You know, we probably just run a bunch of rounds, uh, including a purple one, where you just, it was the builder rewards and you won an NFT and it's the same. It's just, uh, there, there's no ETH involved, right? It's just being recognized by your peers. We did the builder, uh, prop house did the, Parkester QDAO awards, yes. right? Which is yeah. like follow me daily users. And um, anyone with a Parkester account uh, could, I mean, anyone with a, with a anyone who's an active Parkester user could, could uh, can vote, right? And then so five people won um, including the recognition you. of their peers. As, yeah. as, as, as you should have, yes, uh, as, as yeah. was needed. Um, and now I have a really cool NFT, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's just lots of cool. To play with here um you know i do think point, um, like i think we could be doing more even with things like that maybe with you know a little bit of this and a little bit of that or it's you know uh some kind of maybe there's something else down the road too that that um nft unlocks or something like that but i think there's there's other ways to recognize what people are doing um, in the space for sure what one of my cool Oh, I was going to say, what other learnings have you, um, you know, picked up from your residency? What have you been doing and what have you been hearing that we need to yeah. look at? Yeah. So I, um, like, uh, my, my, you know, and then it's like in, in my other life, I'm going to have a product at Trumverse, uh, where we build DAO tooling, you know? And so I'm like, I'm all DAO all of the time. Um, and so it was interesting to, to kind of step back in that builder role and talk to a lot of you, people. You need to get that t-shirt, by the way, Chris. All, all, day, all, day, all the time. All day, all the time. Um, okay, the, let me write that down. <laughs> the, you, you know, and, and like, 
One of the things that was like, uh, yeah, September, let's do it. The, um, the, you know, I'm not trying to like shill anything, you know, but it's like, Starbucks is growing and has been growing through the bear. And, and I'll just say like a lot of the other Dow tools didn't make it uh, or are slowing down. And so for me in my, like every day, it's like, oh, the Dow space is great. It's growing like crazy. And then it's like, okay, now I take this role as builder and start talking to lots of people. And I realized, oh, there are not a lot of new DAOs being created. There's um, a lot of legacy, legacy is not the right word, but there's a lot of like established DAOs um, who are still going. Their treasury may be small, it may be big, maybe shrinking, maybe growing. But that's like a very healthy, there's a small, healthy ecosystem of, of DAOs that already exist, right? DAOs being one of them. But there's not a lot of new DAOs being created. And so, um, and also, like, you know, as we were talking sort of in, in the beginning, I'm like very much like just yellow and do things, you know, like, like energy was not a well planned thing, it's just a thing that we did, you know. Um, but there's a lot of hesitancy to starting a DAO because it's hard. Um, and, and people are like very considered and, and measured about it. And so um, I think um, weird way to think about it. And like, you know, if you were doing enterprise sales, uh, you might have like a six month sales cycle or a nine month sales cycle. And I'm realizing that like DAOs are similar in the sense when you first meet someone, uh, it takes them a long time to come around on it, uh, rally kind of their troops, feel really good about it, be very confident, you know, and and then do. And then, you know, one of the barriers is also then, I think, um, yeah, you can survey the space and uh, it doesn't look like a lot of new DAOs are doing well. And so, you know, people are afraid of failure. Um, and so that was being another barrier, you know, and so, I know some of us at, at Builder have, have talked about like where we can get some funds to do small grants to seed DAOs, um, like like the Yellow Collective got. Um, but I do think like even we've if got, we could, we've got that happening. We've got that coming um, in the next month or so. At least we have some. We have a grant from Base, and we intend to use yeah. some some you know grants for OP as well. So I think yeah, that. Awesome. We'll be seeding some DAOs coming up in the next couple months, but we're going to be a little careful about it because we've yep. been burned by that before. So we I, want to make sure that, you know, DAOs that are starting that, you know, the best ones, again, I've said this a million times, but the best ones have those three things. They have that mission, that strong mission that people align with, that minimum viable community that's already in existence and, you know, great art helps. You know, with purple, it was a little different, but now they have great art. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you saying? I love, I was, uh, yeah, <laughs> now it's it was gorgeous, but you know, um, but it was memeable. Yeah. You know, and I, I kept saying great art, but I think the better word is memeable art. That's um, really it. either great or memeable or both. Or both, you know, but one or the other. Both is you know, Everyone. why not both? Um, yeah, I think that's that's really key. And if you don't have those things, you're you're gonna have you're gonna struggle. You're just going to struggle. Many, many such cases. Yeah. And I think yellow, yeah, that's why I know that yellow collective is going to be so successful because they've got all three of those things and it's like on, on like turbo. So I think it's, yeah. Totally. Me, it's and and they're like, they're, they're almost like different like levels. If you like thought totally. of them as like, uh, like audio levels and they're constantly yes. fluctuating, but yep. like, like, you know, something like crypto, the art is just so good yep. that there doesn't have to be any DAO organization for the community to flourish. And like others like Nouns have really great DAO organization and really great art. And that's why they've been so successful. They have that in them anyway. But, and then there's, there's all sorts of like well, that's a great communities example. that fall like on the Purple, spectrum. Purple is a great example of that. They had that minimum viable community, like amazing, right? And, and that mission, yeah. amazing. 
they didn't need amazing art like that could come later because that other stuff was was so strong that you didn't need it to really grab attention um where but then you kind of did in year two it helps because then you grab attention totally again yeah. with, the, with the art well, so, yeah. People were just buying the, the purple tokens back then so that they would get uh, first dibs on the farts token in 2024. Exactly. They just uh, it was the only people there. They were looking ahead. Another weird thing about this, uh, which I agree with everything you said except for the farts token. The, um, the, <laughs> the, uh, another weird thing about this, so here's how I didn't, you know, certainly it was my purple square. Um, it was Jacob's idea, uh, Jacob from Zora. I think it's the idea I carried the purple square. I love the purple square. A lot of people loved it early on, especially. And right, and 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 so here's like one way to ex extrapolate that. But it's also true to art you love, um, and it's real true for nouns too. Which is like there was a famous essay um, that's like five years old now, maybe or something now called "Status as a Service." And I always felt like um, purple really, you know, I like reread it very long i like rewrite it once or twice since starting purple and it's like purple really falls into that status of the service which is like you want to join purple because you love barcaster you want to like um show how much you love barcaster right and like you want to be amongst this group of people who are like uh trying to make things happen in barcaster and so in that sense it's like the purple square was the status you know it's like you could just rock your purple square and people know that meant you were part of purple and being part of purple with status of the service and I think it's also true of um, a builder now, uh, um, um, yellow collective, like people who want to be a part of these things of nouns, of course, right? And so mm -hmm. the art is like can help start the flywheel, but then it's sort of like uh, for DAOs in particular, it's like what is your what are you associating yourself with is uh, is actually the really important part. A lot of times the art reflects that, right? Like if you have a if the DAO is all about an artist. You know, like uh, if Vinnie Hager had a DAO and that was all his artwork, you would be psyched to own it. And then you would be psyched to you be a part of that. Your lips right? to God's ears. <laughs> I've been working on that. I'll buy token number it's one. Su it's super intangible too, though, right? Like we don't necessarily know why we look at nouns at the current prices that they're at, or at least I do, and, and want to buy every single noun, right? Because it's not a small yeah. amount of money still, but it feels like free if you really believe in nouns and the thesis. And then there's other DAOs or other products that you may have bought before, and now you look at them and you say, I wouldn't buy another one. And you don't even maybe know why, right? Like it's, totally. kind of, it's hard to know the psychology. And and I always try to think of that because you can't blame people for not wanting to buy your thing, right? You can't. It's just, it's it doesn't get you anywhere. So if you're launching yeah. a DAO and nobody's interested in the token, you know, you got to do some self-reflection and be like, well, why? You know, why does why? nobody yeah. think this totally. is interesting? And a lot of it is like, um, yeah, this is where it gets gets more 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 hard. Which is, um, you know, it's like I I spent the last year and a half thinking about public goods. I, mean, I can't say that like I this is like not another conscious thing I did, right? It was like I started purple. We turned out to be a public goods DAO. I went really deep down that rabbit hole. Now into the public goods angle. Optimism has a public goods angle. Um, and then there's lots of debates on like what public goods mean. And then um, I spent sort of the the last part of last year thinking about network goods uh, because like. It's something really public good if it just supports the optimism network, you know? It's like, you can have the fact that, like, if you build a room, is that a public good? Yes. If you build a room in North Korea, and I'm not allowed to enter North Korea, is that public good? Well, who's the public good for, right? And so, um, yeah. to, to extend that to crypto networks, we're really talking about these networks, right? It's like, in Purple's case, we call these public goods, but it's like, if it benefits the forecaster network, 
then it benefits everyone on the forecast. And it's really a network good. And then network goods are um, a very strong network effects. And like, you know, the more people who join the network, the stronger they are. So, uh, so, so we're going to say around uh, network public goods, which are emergency two concepts. But let me just step back and, and address like the, the the Dow flywheel and why some things are valuable and some things are not. I think it really is a network value, you know. And um, and then like four one five six had, had come out last year and said like instead of I'm deeply paraphrasing, like instead of uh, talking about proliferate the mean, let's talk about the network value, right? And, yeah. um, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. It's like the network value of nouns is the people in nouns, number one. Uh, but then number two, it's like all of the people who love nouns and the stuff they're creating, it's like a strong network of things, right? Like the network value of forecast, there are all of the members on forecast, right? The network value of optimism is all of the dApps on the super chain and all of the activity, every user, every new thing. And so- um, we, we talked about this when you came on ZeroPod as well, about how like nouns just opens up so many doors to, you know, be able to talk in DMs with people like Jacob and Jesse and all these like big brains that are working yeah, on yeah. amazing things. Like Jack Butcher will come on your podcast maybe because he loves nouns. And so it, it yeah, is yeah. this network. It's it it's this network. Yep. Yeah. And then like, uh, and then like, if you think about the sort of bull market NFT projects that you ate into and you love, and, uh, you know, it was well prefer not to, but, sure. okay. <laughs> but those are the yeah, ones you look at and you're like, yeah, I'm never going to buy one of those again. Or like, yeah, I'll take that $3 for, for this thing I spent $300 on. But, but it's, um, those were like built around a team and a team making promises, right? And then a team either come failing to come through on it or coming, it doesn't even matter. It's like, you're still, yeah, and some of that work, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, uh, you know, a lot more about penguins than me, but. But two little fucking penguins, those were like these A plus teams. They created the network moon value birds. as a team. Moonbirds. Yeah, like, moon yeah. People thought yeah. Moonbirds was like a buy at 40 ETH because you're like, I mean, K-Row can't go, like, right. yeah. you can't go wrong. Would you yeah. would you have invested in an early round of dig if you could have? This is like that. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Narrator. It, it was not. But it yeah. was not. Well, it's nothing but, like that. These, like, uh, yeah. these build a protocol DAOs and, and these Namish DAOs in general are not. You know, when when BuilderDAO launched, Jacob uh, was had a great line where he said, like, hey, instead of devs do something, it's now DAO do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I really think that's what it is. So you're buying a token, maybe like the artwork. Um, you're, you're buying a status of service. But what you're really buying into the network value of what's happening, right? And and um, you're buying into the other people who are in the DAO or who are joining the DAO. It's like quite unique compared to buying, um, you know, Damien Hurst NFT. Talked a little bit about like how DAOs flip, right? Their their culture flips, and it can happen at least like three times in a year, very easily. Like, totally. Maybe a little more, because you have new people coming in. You have people who don't even necessarily leave. Like they may not sell their token or anything, but they just become inactive. So whoever's more active now is kind That's of creating and impacting the culture. And we see that happen over and over and over again. And I can identify three specific different builder DAOs. You know, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very clear. So it's it's a challenge because, you know, sometimes that's a good flip and sometimes it's not. And you hope it's moving in a positive direction, but it's constantly changing. So Yeah, and then like one, like even, um, even when it's like, so, so the park, which is um, a builder called DAO, uh, based around a group of musicians uh, and a band called The Park. 
And um, they have this banner event called Friday at the Park where they talk about crypto and they make music live on the spot. Park is really great. They um, they like de facto have a leadership team because it's built around um, these artists, right? The and those guys yeah. go out of the band and they show up to every meeting, all of them, uh, and they've been gone for a long time. Um, and so the core remains because they they have a strong credit vision to start. Um, and then they take the inputs from everyone. Um, but what, where they get change is like new people join and new energy comes, right? And um, and new energy has new ideas. And like, um, you know, Devin from the Nouns community uh, saw Friday's Bark and was like, hey, I want to do this in Uganda. And so, you know, yeah. put up a proposal. They gave him some money and he did it and then pulled it off. It was amazing, you know? It's like, that's where it's like, even when it's, even when the core is the same, maybe purple is the same, where it's like the core yeah. from day one to day now, it's the same, but the new people come and they bring the new energy and they have new ideas, you know? And um, I think it's like a, it's a sort of a line to walk, um, maybe not always simple to do, but you want, you want that new energy, but you also do need, I think, especially in the early days of these organizations, you know, people who are, who are focused, laser focused on what the purpose should be, yeah. you know, nouns definitely, definitely have that with the nouners. They had these like 10 yeah. big brain, super talented artists and devs who really helped steer nouns in, in a certain direction early on. And now, you know, at least most of them are pretty hands off. And and now the energy comes from different places, that's and that's right. a good thing. I, yeah, I call that like the the activation energy, which is like someone's going to put in all the. A lot of people who have started in Builderdao, uh, particularly, and, and it's like you know, in my role, having talked to lots of people, and I'll just say from my personal experience, I've said this many times. It's like my experience was nouns, so I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to create this thing. We're all going to do it, right?" And then when I realized, like, "Oh wait, no one's doing anything. Okay, I'm going to uh, make this happen, right?" And then. Um, and then, what, and then when I abstract that, I just realized like there's some of this activation energy, like someone's going to be doing the thing, like make the flywheel happen. And then you can step back. In fact, my plan for Purple this year is hopefully I can take a big step back and watch the community flourish. We have lots of community leaders wait, now. Wait, you mean you couldn't just do a, a Twitter thread? Uh, you know, first there was Purple and, and get 40 people in your DMs asking to be a co-founder? <laughs> It, yeah, no, but it's certain. I mean, it is. It, I mean, we did that in a WordCast way, but WordCast was like 400 yeah. people, and uh, and like a hundred of them jumped. Yeah, a hundred of them jumped in the tel Telegram about it, you know. So that's like something that the uh, Purple had launched was like a hundred people who were already dying by that token. Pretty you know? impressive. But but let me let me. I know we only have I like know a you have to, Yeah, I know you have to jump. So. Yeah, but so let me talk about this, right? Which is you need this activation energy. Um, often you have a founder or a group of founders who are relatively unrewarded. You can be rewarded with a token, um, which is how we've traditionally done it, but you can't really sell that token because that's like a very negative sign. Like I think if I sold the founder <laughs> yeah. tokens for Purple, like Purple would just collapse, you know? But like if Floor 156 yeah. just sold all his tokens, right? that's like, so you're kind of being rewarded in, in this thing that's not really that bad yeah. anymore. Um, but you need to do the work. And um, and like like I'm bullish on Yellow Collective too because like that's you do it right like you know you you um you know you have the time and the space and you're compensated in other ways and you can just make that happen. Um, but a lot of times yeah. it's like that core team is just fully uncompensated, right? And so an upcoming change, I mean maybe even by the time this this gets published or something, is um, having founder rewards to to the build a DAO uh, protocol, and so to build to build the protocol. And so founder rewards will work like. Um, 
you know, we won't make any changes to purple, but imagine I'm starting, um, you know, what I would have loved and, and what I think a lot of Dallas can benefit from is like the full-time founder where that's their job. And I'll just say like a bit of a lesson from optimism where optimism is great at communicating. If you're like part of a citizen's house, every day you wake up, you know what you're supposed to do, you get emails, there are lunar recordings, there there's you know Google Docs and Notions and all of that stuff, you know. You couldn't have a paid staff who does that stuff, right? Yeah. And then a lot of our dads don't have that paid staff. And so um, with the the new version of the builder protocol that's coming out, uh, they have financial rewards for founders. Uh, maybe, maybe you could think of it a little bit like Zora rewards, where one could take one percent of every token sale and give it to a founder address. Um, and so this sort of bridges that gap of like, hey, this is my ten thousand PFP project, and I get all the money. That's all one yeah. things. And then the other side is like, no, we're a builder now. I get zero part of the money, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, you know, that works for public goods. It works for certain things. And that's not work for others, right? right. So and now, if I like, sell two world, tokens, if I sell two tokens two years down the road, yeah, that's, that's right. going to say I'm cutting. Can, I ask, can I ask one last question of Chris? Sure. Since we have talked about the Yellow Collective a little bit and we're getting super close to launch, like within the next week, probably, I just wanted to ask, since you've launched Purple, you've launched especially Energy, which is very, I think, aligned with mm -hmm. what we're trying to do with Yellow Collective in terms of supporting artists uh, in the Nanoverse and also on the base network instead of Zora. What advice would you give to us for these first few weeks? Yeah, I, I have two, two pieces of advice. One is that you like, Run, really promote yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, you promote it before you launch um, yeah. so that like a lot of the times people hear of it for the first time when it launches and then you're behind the eight ball. Uh, so that's right. one. The two, my, my big learning from, from energy and I think a failure of energy, actually a, 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 like this worked for purple and then we didn't do it for energy is like you, your members need to promote it, right? And so it's like we had 13 founding members of energy, not one of them tweeted about it, right? They were like, they got all like, <laughs> I thought it would be like a, you know, we had a bunch of the Zora cool kids, which I thought would be a strength. Right. That turned out to be a weakness because they don't talk about it, right? Because they're too cool right. uh, to talk about it, many of them, right? And then then your members join. <laughs> you need those members to talk about it. Like that, this is literally what proliferation is, you know? And uh, yeah. and so I know you're coming from a DNA where that's a, a bit more normal, but I think it's it's just very underrated and highly important that everyone who joins, it celebrates that, that they've joined, oh, you celebrate right. them. Yeah. And they proliferate, right? And Purple just had that because we have this social network that ties us all together. So everyone was super proud that they joined. They, they made a big deal about it. And then and it like proliferates where it's like Zora just kind of, I mean, energy just kind of like launched pretty silently. And it's like the people we give grants to are the ones who are promoting us, which is great, but we still don't get enough yeah. self-promotion from our own members, you know? Great, great tips. And thank you so much, Chris. I know you have a hard stop. We thank you so much for being here. We're going to be back next two weeks, two weeks from now with, I believe we're going to have the BuilderDAO tech team, tech pod on to chat about the Bally upgrade. So we will see you in two weeks. Um, have a good one. Happy Friday. Mm -hmm.